So is everybody awake? Yes, sir. I am now. Morning. I'm going to go back home. Yeah. You're coming in just to do this and you're yeah, I'm out of here. checking in, checking What's, out. I slept for like 16 hours yesterday. What's wrong it was awesome. with you? We don't have to talk about that. Well, don't talk about it on here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's why I was like, I shouldn't have asked that question. Uh, Nikki forgetting that we're on. It's a HIPAA violation. Yeah. Well, I have a sore throat and I want to make sure he didn't give it to me. Okay. Well, the essential oil. Maybe you gave it to me. And <laughs> we're all hanging I'm out really in, sick this, in this warm, I feel like, I feel like you were room. coughing on Friday. Incorrect. No, you someone was, and it was not me. And it's a thousand degrees in this room. We're trapped in this room. Yeah, and Joe's here, and he's ill. No, someone, you were. Anyway, our guest today (laughs) is going to be thrilled that she spent an hour in this room (laughs) with the two of you people. Anyway, uh, Mackenzie Frost, uh, Capital TV reporter for WWMT and many other stations, is our guest today. Uh, We'll see if we can make it through. You're listening to Cold Oatmeal Podcast. Have you prepared what you're going to say for the, the intro, since you're part of the intro now? Oh, we're doing a new oh. intro? Yes, we have to do an intro. Your Are face. you prepared? Why? <laughs> God, no, I'm not. <laughs> no? Aww. Season three, you got to be in it. That's probably what it was, so you already did it. It's already done. <laughs> <laughs> intro over. Welcome to Cold Oatmeal, a podcast by the Rush Strategies team about PR and public affairs. Really. I was distracted staring at Joe's cold oatmeal. Yeah, well, it's here. He's got it on his desk. It's always here. It's always here. And by the way, the the ratio of like fruit to disgusting is like one to ten. It's got some disgusting stuff and some fruit. Yeah, there's nothing disgusting. One part fruit. What what in there is disgusting? I don't even know what's in it, but it, it looks like cucumber mash and... Maybe a couple of chopped apples. Did you have Burger King for breakfast? What was your... Say that! (laughs) Welcome back. This is uh, Matt Resch of Resch Strategies. We are public affairs and a public relations firm based here in Lansing, Michigan. Uh, You can find us at reschstrategies.com. And on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at Resh Strategies. Um, all of our podcasts, this is number three, episode three, season three, are on our website. They're also on iTunes and some other podcasting platforms. And as always, good stuff on uh, the Twitter account for this little podcast, at Cold Oatmeal Pod. We are missing one of our team members this morning. And actually, I should say, you know, not to put too much, let people look too much behind the curtain, this is our first our first episode that we've taped this early in the morning, so I think we've done like one other morning one. We're like, hey, we're not doing that again. Yeah, this it was is probably, yeah. It was probably like eleven. <laughs> right. This is yeah. This is pushing it. We're like uh, people rushing in, getting things together. I'm fine. You're fine. <laughs> yeah. Good for you're, you, Laura. You're dressed early and out the door. Yeah. Okay. Take that, Jimmy. There you go. All right. So yeah, so Stephanie's not with us. It must be too early for Steph this morning. Um, actually, she's got something else going on. But the rest of the team is here. I'll start with you, Nikki. Why don't you introduce yourself? Nikki O'Mara. There you go. <laughs> Laura Beal. Nick DeLue. Joe Bashi. So on the podcast today is uh, Mackenzie Frost. Uh, Mackenzie is a TV uh, news reporter, uh, covers the Capitol, and we will get into a conversation with her first, but a couple quick housekeeping items. Um. You may have, our, our last episode, we talked to the three very funny people from at Lansing uh, MI Facts. I should probably get that right. At Lansing MI Facts. 
they were here. Um, and I think it, it should be really no surprise why they decided to come on when they did, because did you all notice that the day after they were on the podcast, they released this video. Mm-hmm. Their finest work. Yeah. That went yeah. viral, 26,000 views. I have to think it has to be in large part because... Because they were on the podcast. We were here. They were here first, mm-hmm. ginned up the attention, put that out. You might be right about that. I, think, I mean, yeah. I think it's science. We're star makers. Perfect. That's right. (laughs) So, a note for all you uh, internet parody folks: this is the place to stop Mm -hmm. before you, if you want your videos to go viral. Um, Since they've seemed to be very obsessed with steak that you buy in parking lots, it seems to be the joke that they are pounding into the ground. I can't say I've ever done that or seen it, but oh, you? I haven't. You didn't see the tent? No, I didn't either. Okay, there was, it was, there was definitely one like in the Lansing Mall, but I guess you live on. Oh, side, I don't but, go there. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was, it was like thirty bucks for twenty steaks or something. It's like who, Ooh, who the hell thinks suspect. this is a good idea? Like, yeah, like you deserve what you got. It was <laughs> like they they were selling them it's like they mystery sell meat intense. Huh? They yes. were selling them like they sell fireworks. Yeah, it's just a what? tent in the in the parking lot, and it's no, like a dollar per steak. That's asking for salmon. It's the most traffic the Lansing Mall's gotten in years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there's that. And then always, uh, we do do some polls on the Twitter account. Again, season three, episode three. Yeah. Still don't know who runs this thing. There you go. Somebody um, does polls. Somebody, somebody does polls. Somebody does the polls. Somebody has a Twitter account. We know that Nikki's job is to report on the polls. So you do have a reporter in the room, so... Yes. Oh dear. No, tre- no pressure. What is the? What is? Do we have a Twitter poll this week? I. It, there appears to be one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was. Was it actually over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Um. And eighty-six percent said no. Hmm. So. Fascinating question. <laughs> that that was put on there. <laughs> yes, indeed. If you say so. <laughs> because no, because we had a conversation, and I'm not sure how it got on there, but yeah, it's like someone in the office was. Listen, actually listen yeah there's someone eavesdropping are we somewhere. bugged yeah i don't know oh man but no so i had a, i had an experience last week at a meeting where someone was giving a very impassioned kind of pick me up report it was very positive they were just reporting out but it was very positive and someone made a joke about how they should be playing like cinematic music underneath his report <laughs> because it was so dramatic and, and uplifting and he got to the end of it, and I, I yelled out, "Was it, but was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> and he looked at me, and he goes, the Germans didn't bomb Pearl Harbor. And then it was fascinating to see who around this large table knew what I was talking about and who didn't. Mm-hmm. And so we came back here to see who knew what I was talking about and who didn't. And show of hands for podcast. Show of hands. <laughs> <laughs> This is a movie. I think this was, is a movie line. I think right? I didn't know it. You didn't know it. So you I don't know, know it. You know it. I know it's a, a famous movie line. Okay. So is you, it Jim you, Belushi? Did Jim Belushi? All right. Say you it? halfway know it. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, is it yeah. is it Animal House? Okay. You you got there. Okay. okay. We should. Did you know? I had no idea. Oh, really? Yeah. This is no sad. Clue. I've okay. never seen the movie, but it's I'm a famous. I've seen the. The quote. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's rallying the troops, right? And he's after somebody got beat up by the rival fraternity, and he says. But was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? And yeah. then the guys who got beat up on the couch were like, he's on a roll. Don't stop him. It's kind of a dated reference. Though. No, it's, no. A cl- it's, a, it's a comedy, it's a comedy pillar. It's everyone something everyone should see. It's a comedy never, pillar. Have you ever seen it? I've never seen it. Me either. Okay, I'm not. All right. So you guys are outnumbered, so just so you know, in the yeah. room. Well, we're right, but we might okay. be outnumbered. <laughs> <laughs> You're the, the boss, so I'll let you When right. was the movie filmed? Is that 1976? Like 19- 1978, probably. Yeah, yeah, it's older than me. 
I, eh, it's dated. <laughs> it's dated. <laughs> you don't believe in classics? There's no such thing as a classic movie? There are, but do you walk around quoting Casablanca in 2019? A lot of people do. Who? Well, What's wait. a quote? Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> I don't know. What's the one? What's the <laughs> quote? What's he say when he kisses when they get on the plane? Yeah, I don't know. I know that's the quote, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> the point is people know it. <laughs> None of us people, but there are people. Darn it. Okay. <laughs> really wanted to know that quote. God. Mm, that would have really hammered it home. I'm, I'm, getting right. it, I'm getting it confused with the, the Gone with the Wind. The Frankly, I don't give a damn. That's not it. That's, that's the Gone with the Wind. Mm. Here's looking at you, kid. Is that that's, a, that's it. it. There you go. Good job, Nick. Yes, there are people. I have seen Castle. The seven people who listen to this podcast, many of them are rolling their eyes at us. <laughs> Stephanie our, would know it, though. Pathetic. Yeah, she would. She'd be very angry right now. That yeah, we, she's. That we did not know this. <laughs> yep. Okay, okay. Well, let's get into this because. As <laughs> yeah, we, there's someone in the room. Yep. Yeah, as we, as we, <laughs> no, we need to talk to Mackenzie. As we learned last season. And actually, it's funny that one of the episodes that you said that you've listened to is the Zoe Clark one because we were scolded by a listener. When Zoe was on, because we talked too much and didn't let Zoe talk, That's which is right. funny, because then Zoe talked a lot, <laughs> <laughs> which is which she is, tends to do. But Mackenzie Frost yes. is with us. Thank so you. Drop my paper on the floor. Um, Mackenzie is with WWMT, uh, West Michigan News Team, uh, the CBS affiliate there. And a few others. And a few. I wanted to get to that because that's what an interesting part about the beat that you cover. Yeah. Uh, you joined WWMT in July of 2018. Uh, she's a Detroit native. Went to college up north to I Northern. Did. Yeah. Where I do want to hear a little bit about you. You say that you've met a, a previous guest of ours, Mr. Charlie LaDuff yeah. at Northern. So we'll get into that. She has been covering <laughs> news and the anchor desk. You were in Montana before that, before you came back here. Mm-hmm. So thanks yes. for being here. Yeah, on thanks this for early having Tuesday morning. Yeah, I'm glad I could get you all up and re- ready to start the day. Yeah, somebody's <laughs> gotta, somebody's got to do it. So, <laughs> so for, let's. You said as we were getting started here. That you had a chance to hang out with Charlie one night. Yeah, we he. What's uh, the story there? Well, he came to Northern um, when fresh, you know, after he wrote his book about Detroit, and my journalism professor brought him in, made us read the book. We had to cover his. He was speaking to like the community, made us cover the event, and then he signed all of our books, and then uh, we met all at the bar later. <laughs> <laughs> It seems to be a staple of every interaction with Charlie is a meetup at the bar later. Yeah, and it was in classic like local Marquette fashion at one of the dives, and uh, it was a weeknight out, which was interesting. Was he wearing his red, white, and blue leather cowboy boots? I don't know. I didn't pay attention to his footwear. That was that evening. Those 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 spoke loudly as he walked in. Yeah, when we saw no, he has a look. Those are some boots. Those are some boots. Okay. Um. Have you always been interested in politics? Um, yeah. I mean, I never covered it until this point, but I've always, I grew up watching it. It's kind of how I feel like I fell into the career in the first place. I grew up watching the news all along. It's not what I went to school for to begin with. Um, but I always just knew kind of that that was what I was interested in. And um, I used to work with a guy in Montana who worked at the station in Kalamazoo now. And he told me about the position that was open, and I was like, there's no way that I'm qualified for it. Uh, but I applied and pestered my way in, and here I am, <laughs> almost so a year and a half later. So what was it that you wanted to do if you said this wasn't your first your first love? What was it? Uh, well, when I went, originally went to school, I went to college for forensic biochemistry. Oh, wow. Oh, that's a change. Wow. Yeah, very much so. I wanted to be a medical examiner. Um, different time. 
And then I realized that I wasn't cut out for that. And I took a, then I was criminal justice major for a while. <clears throat> then I took a newspaper writing class on a whim and I was, that was it. There has to be a, a, a deeper story here. <laughs> so who, who says, you know what, when I grow up, I want to be a medical examiner. Well, yeah, nobody. I don't think. Right. There has to be a formative <laughs> moment where that. It's interesting. I was a kid who wanted to do a little bit of everything. Um, so I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I thought, well, that's kind of cool. Took a few classes, realized I didn't think it was that cool. Then I thought that maybe I could be a cop. And my professor told me, no, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) What piqued your interest in the first place? Are you like a big CSI fan or something? Like what's... You know, I I must have been at 17. She's a big fan of the dead. Yeah, at 17, I must have been really into it. But um, then I was like, yeah, I really want to be a cop. And I will never forget, my professor told me, no, you're... Too small. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. Well, you know, we had we had Anne Marie LaFlame on yeah. last season, and she has that kind of what is it, Detroit's most wanted thing mm-hmm. that she does. So she combines her interest in crime with her reporting gigs. Yeah, that's cool. I've when I was in Montana, I did a lot of work with the DOJ and stuff, uh, reporting there, and I kind of was like, yeah. And I kept my my criminal justice minor, so I felt like I knew what I was talking about. So that helps probably covering the Capitol then. Cause you get <laughs> there's, a, there's a real good chance <laughs> real good covering chance. the Capitol. You're going to be able to intersect crime and politics. What has it been like to try to break into the Capitol press corps? I mean, you've been here just over a year. It's, yeah, it's, I it's don't hard. Say, yeah. No, it's hard. It definitely is hard. Uh, it's intimidating in the beginning. Um, still, sometimes I find myself a little nervous. Um, I'll never forget my first scrum that I did was on, it was when there was the rally outside of the Supreme Court for the um, redistricting commission. And we did a scrum and I had no idea what I was doing and it was super overwhelming. And the photographer that I was working with told me, she she looked at me and said, if you want to do this, you're going to have to get a little more nervy. And I kind of took that advice to heart and was like, yeah, you're right. So now I kind of just get to do it. That's good advice. (laughs) It must be hard because, you know, I don't speak out of school here, but a lot of the people who come from TV stations are young. It's a, it's a quick beat or they're yeah. just sent over to cover a story and they don't have they don't have the kind of the background or the knowledge about how the capital works or what. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, they see, oh, here's another TV reporter. And, you know. Yeah, no. And I, I kind of was told that by some of the people who I now consider friends. They thought that I was just going to be there for a couple of days and then leave. But there I was again and again and again, day in and day out. And I think that really helps, this position really helps with that because it is my only beat. And so I'm able to be here and show up. And I think that helps with just learning about everything and showing up and having that presence there shows other people too that you're interested. I'm fascinated and I I was really hoping to to talk about it and we sort of teed it up a little bit before we started recording. Um, How you pick, there's a million things happening. Yeah. Right. And there's there's a handful of you guys in the Capitol Corps. How do you pick what you're going to cover each day? It's really hard. I think a lot of it has to come down. For me, it's visuals are obviously uh, the most important thing for TV. But when you're sitting in a committee hearing room all day, there's nothing visual about that. So the topic has to be really interesting. And for me, I try and pick things and stories that are very um, statewide have statewide impact because that's where all my stations are. So if something is really hyper local, I'll 
not cover it. Okay. So you mentioned all your stations. This makes this I think makes you unique in this. So you are, I guess, how do you say it? You're headquartered or based out of WWMT in Kalamazoo in West Michigan. But your stories are all over the place. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. So I'm based here in Lansing. We have okay. an office here. Um, and I live here full time. My technically under the umbrella of WWMT in Kalamazoo. Um, but we share with the WEYI um, in Flint. And then we have a station in Traverse City, 7 and 4, that we share with as well. So every day um, I'll be live. I usually do live shots for all three stations. Um, and sometimes South Bend will get in on that. Um and so we book our live shot times, and I stand out on the Capitol. And everybody now knows me as the girl who stands on a box <laughs> outside. Um, you should take a picture and send that to your criminal justice professor. Like, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, Th- that's literally the discussion we had when we were discussing <laughs> potential guests. And a couple of us said we should have Mackenzie in. And somebody who, who I won't name, Joe, said, is that the girl that's always standing out there in the corner of the Capitol on a box? See? Yes. And he said, yes, it is. Yep. Yeah, there I am on the box every night. Yeah. So it probably isn't an exaggeration to say that you're really Michigan's only statewide TV reporter who covers the Capitol. I mean, I Rick guess, Albin. Yeah. I mean, Rick Albin is probably the only other you know TV guy who I, I could Scubic, think of. Yeah. Scubic, Scubic's on two stations, right? Scubic's got his yeah. little niche, though. Yeah. I mean, I, I, think of, I think of Rick, mm-hmm. um, but you're, he's, not in, he's no. not in Flint, and he's yeah. not in Traverse City. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's an it's a very unique position. Um, when I got here, my predecessor had already left, so I kind of walked in with nothing, um, and tried to figure it out. So I was reading up about you a little bit, and it sounds like you're an outdoor enthusiast. I am. So well, I like to think of myself. So what do you enjoy doing in um, your spare time? Well, I don't really have any spare time. Okay. That's the if thing. If you did, <laughs> yeah. no, what would you do? My life is very different now. Um, in Montana, I had this great work-life balance where I hiked and backpacked and camped all the time. I explored Glacier National Park and Yellowstone. Wow. Um, and we traveled to the Tetons and Washington for Mount Rainier and all kinds of stuff. Um, but here it's a little different. The politics world never stops. Mm-hmm. Um but I still try and hike a little bit. Uh, we don't have as many Great mountains. Hiking. Right. Where do you go hiking? <laughs> yeah. the, no, mountain, I'm still lear- the mountains I'm- in mid-Michigan are just spectacular. <laughs> yeah, I'm still searching. So if any listeners have any recommendations, I am all ears. I think you'd have to go to the UP or something. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I did a little bit on, you know, Sleeping Bear Dunes. It's mm-hmm. cool, but it's just different. Yeah. Um, Although I will say it is nice not have to worry about grizzly bears when you're camping. Yeah, oh that's that would be a plus. We that's did a family nice. trip to uh, to Montana, um, actually no Wyoming. Um, but I remember thinking, there's mountain. Every time you look, there are mm-hmm. mountains, and it was so jarring to land back in Here. in Michigan and just look out and expect to see mountains flat. and just see flat. Yeah, no, it's weird. I will never forget the first day that I moved to Montana and I drove into town. Which the drive I don't recommend really to anybody. Um, but drove into town and I saw the mountains for the first time. And this is going to sound really sappy, but I swear that I teared up for the first time because I had never seen mountains before. Real mm-hmm. mountains. Here's a segue. Do you like being here? Like, do you do you actually like being here? I, you know, I and, like being closer to my family. Okay, so no. Uh, no, I do. <laughs> I I love my job. I love covering what I'm doing. I love every day. I love being an hour away from my family, but I miss the West a lot. Okay. We should have a regular segment on the podcast where like, Joe's job satisfaction question, <laughs> where, yeah. where he can compare with all of our guests if they 
loathe their jobs as much <laughs> as much as Joe. I it's not it the job; be, it's the I, geography. I think yeah. it would be the other way around. Didn't Charlie Liddell ask you if you like? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah. do you? No, <laughs> no. Listen to the show. I talk about it all the time. No, I mean, in Michigan, I, you know, it's hard. Everyone, I, f- I mean, I love the Great Lakes. I love Marquette more than anything. The UP is amazing. Um, this area yeah. has its challenges. <laughs> yeah. You aren't it's alone. Like the, it's You're like not alone the most thinking that. boring part of the state. Like, I guess yeah. the thumb probably is worse. The like, thumb. Even, <laughs> even Kalamazoo has some, like, hills. Yeah, yeah. Kalamazoo is Kalamazoo's a lot going cool. On. I have spent more time there than I've ever spent my entire life, and I didn't realize that it's... It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the biggest Lansing selling point is that you're close to something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You're close to everything you can drive to. <laughs> okay. So I got to yeah. ask, this is, we're coming into an election year. Yeah. Michigan's going to be a, a probably hot and heavy state here with a, a, a Democratic primary. What do you know? Just like a Seinfeld. <laughs> Oh, God. It's just a hot and heavy joke in Seinfeld. That's all. There's nothing to talk about. Continue. So are you are you dreading covering this election site? Or are you super excited? No, I'm really excited. This is like what I live for. I feel like I get, I like thrive on this. Um, when I, you know, I came in like two, like three weeks before the gubernatorial primary. And I was like, yes. If there were any doubts in my mind that this is what I wanted to do, they were gone. Because I love it. So I'm, I'm excited. Are you finding covering politics more difficult because everyone hates each other so much no i think it makes it easier yeah (laughs) i think it's interesting there's never a shortage of people who want to talk um so there's always somebody willing to give a soundbite on tv which is nice um or statements don't give statements (laughs) (laughs) go on tv and say it (laughs) did you cover politics out in montana i know you were more an anchor uh not really um the legislature they're you know part-time legislature so when they're in session kind of everybody does a little bit so okay. i did a little bit but i'm i had um three shows a night that i produced and anchored so i was pretty busy with that and you anchor do you anchor now at all no, no. i filled in a few times in okay. kalamazoo um but no so is that where is the political reporting thing where you see yourself going or do you or i would like to is that what you want to yeah i would love to okay. um i'd love to continue that and move to DC and do that. Mm-hmm. Who is the person out there that you would most like to interview right now? Politician? Sure. Or, or both. Let's do both. Politician and or, and or anybody else. Man. Um, well, I like, I'm obsessed with a reporter for NBC News, Hallie Jackson. She's really cool. She used to work in local news, um, kind of climbed the ranks. So I'd love to talk to her. And then politician, I mean... I'd love to sit down with Mitch McConnell or get Mitch and Nancy in a room. That wasn't who I was. Not not that I had any expectations. That surprises me, though. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. <clears throat> that would be a fascinating to get them both. I would like to interview them together. They, yeah. might, they might listen. They might know. They might hear this. They might hear yeah, this. Yeah, hey. Call. What, what's <laughs> your first they question? They definitely Mitch listen. McConnell. Oh, man. I think I want to know what his life, like, his daily life is like. Like, does he have a morning routine? What is he? Does he wake up and meditate? <laughs> Pro- probably. <laughs> I mean, that, I that's interesting. Know. Yeah, I have to get him some some stiff drinks. Get him and Nancy in a room together. That would be fascinating. Have you had a? What's your most memorable moment on camera? <clears throat> where you've either freaked out that oh I can't believe this just happened or um here 
Or ever. Or ever. Um, the grizzly I'm, bear walk through your, your no, live shot <laughs> in Montana? <laughs> no, that would be pretty interesting, though. That would be pretty cool. Um, man. Well, when in Montana, I had to stand on a box there as well when I was anchored at the desk. Um, so this is not a new thing for me. But <laughs> <laughs> I was moving shots around two different, and I moved my box, and I accidentally, we had just got this brand new set, and my box hit this wall of monitors and destroyed this corner of the monitor, and our floor director was like 20 seconds back to break, and it was like growing. The black spot was like growing <laughs> up on the floor. And I had like this pit in my stomach till I had to like tell my bosses that I did that <laughs> with the box. So that I'll never forget that. But then I also do you remember hearing about um, the candidate in Montana who assaulted the reporter right before election right. night? Mm-hmm. I anchored that night. And when that all happened, that show will I'll never forget that night when we had to pull that show together with all of that information. That was a wild. That was my stomach. <laughs> it's is early. That, is that the it's first early. stomach growl on the podcast? Did I you get that so. joke? I'm, I'm glad it was louder than mine. I've been trying to chug water so that you can't hear it. I usually eat my Laura, breakfast when I get here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, that, I'm, I'm remembering that story now. So, what uh, happened? The, so he was a candidate for governor, right? Was it or Senate? I don't think he was that big a deal, was he? Yeah, it was, was he? a yeah. candidate. Uh, no, it was congressional. Congressional. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he, he won. He won the next right? day. <laughs> He's a big guy, bald head, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll have to look it up, but we'll we'll look up the story, and then that's interesting because you'll probably be on the coverage. Well, on, on whatever YouTube clips floating around. Yeah, it was an interesting night. Yeah. Going back real quick, I feel like yeah. when you started that story about knocking over the monitors, you said you got a brand new box. <laughs> we had a brand new studio, which came with a new box. <laughs> Is there like thought that's put into your box? Is oh, yeah. Like a, like oh, we had a you lot. You have of... boxes you like and boxes you don't like? Is that a well, thing? it's not so much the boxes that I like. It's the height of the boxes. Okay. Because we had a new set, which was a standing set. And without the box, the desk came up to like here on mm-hmm. me. So we had to figure out the height of the box. But then also we had to bring in my... I soloed anchor, so I didn't have a co-anchor, but we had our meteorologist, and he, we, he had to stand next to me because he didn't want to be too short or too tall, so we had to, it, it, there's a lot. It's a lot of planning. Mm-hmm. Is there a store where you go and try out all the boxes? There are certain brands of boxes, <laughs> yes. Wow. But for now, I just stand on our light case. Oh. So that's, we don't have a designated box. Well, it's, it's funny, because I've often thought, when I see these report these TV reporters schlepping mm-hmm. around Lansing, and it's usually for a lot of like oh, logos, it's, so it's a one person thing, and they're carrying a tripod mm-hmm. and a camera, and I can't imagine <laughs> them having to carry a box along with them. <laughs> no, I and beca- I mean I used to be an MMJ. That's a multimedia journalist by yourself, and it's it's hard, and I couldn't imagine doing this job by yourself, especially with doing all of these you know running and gunning interviews and trying to do all of that stuff by yourself. So I'm very thankful that I have help this time. And yeah, now I just roll my box around because it's something else. So you mentioned you're in three, potentially four (coughs) markets. Mm -hmm. Your editor, the person you just just get with, you were saying in the morning is when you figure out what you're going to do for the day. Mm -hmm. Are you checking in with all four of those markets or you've got one person who says this is what you're you're working on? Yeah, we usually, um, just in Kalamazoo, we make the editorial decisions um, based out of there. But 
if there's something that's happening here that's hyper local to one of the markets and they ask me to get it and if I can I usually will um when the Cairo mental health people had their rally here the Flint market was extremely interested in that so we did stuff like that for them but cool yeah so you have any predictions on how this budget thing is going to play out you do the predictions game no you know this this is my first budget situation and everyone's telling me that that's this isn't the normal budget cycle but i feel like everybody has told me that throughout my entire career here this isn't the normal (laughs) normal. um so (laughs) i don't know what to expect um but we'll have to wait and see well, I appreciate you getting up early and coming to see us. No, this and is talking um, to us. thank you guys for sacrificing breakfast <laughs> and, <laughs> and early morning time. We'll push through. We'll push no through. problem. <laughs> You're worth it. So Mackenzie Frost has been with us. Uh, check her out on TV across the state of Michigan covering the state capital and politics. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Obviously, no um, stranger to a, a press scrum, and I just thought it was funny that she was talking about, you know, like being small and trying to to fit in there. Because of course, I had to stand in all of these media scrums in my previous life, and as a small person, I know the perils of that. But one of my favorite moments, as we were talking about these young multimedia journalists who do everything on their own, was standing at a, a scrum at the Lansing Center, and a, a young reporter from one of the local Lansing TV stations was standing there and she obviously had her camera out and was filming what Governor Snyder was saying and the front of her camera literally like felt like the lens just fell off <laughs> and it was just like one of the most hilarious moments and the governor just stopped and was like I'll, I'll wait you can put it back on she was just mortified yeah. so I can't imagine doing that on my own like you know like Mackenzie was saying so I've, I've always I've always been amazed because every time I've offered to help carry something, they always refuse. Yeah, like, it, like really, I can carry. I can help you get, get carry by on your own steam. Now, Laura, have you ever wound up with a a semi-viral picture of a scrum fi- scrum face? You see, this is the oh, thing. Oh yeah, Twitter. yeah. Oh yeah, I have many photos. <laughs> of, look on. I have questions. <laughs> I have, I don't know what this is. I have many photos because you know. There are a lot of reporters, you know, there's print reporters and whatnot, and they take a picture of the the media scrum. Well, you know, being in the governor's office, I was the person standing right next to the governor or lieutenant governor or whoever it was, and I always look pissed. So <laughs> I have many, many photos that are, are very funny that, you know, Brian Kelly thought it was very funny to post these all the time when they came out, especially. So that was my favorite, yeah. not. Um, but actually my favorite was in one of Carol Kane's columns in the free press. And I was, it wasn't actually from a scrum, but I was at an event with the governor and was kind of one of those where he was networking and I was following around with him and I'm literally just standing behind him. And it was a very early morning event, mind you. 
and just look like just almost dead just just totally like blank faced horrified look on my face and that ran this big old picture in the free press <laughs> yeah my my the one that penetrated the most for at least my people the people that would reach out and text me or call me and say hey i saw you is um geez was it 2010 maybe whatever whenever it was in the middle of the winter when mike cox was being deposed by norman yatuma at the detroit at the courthouse down in detroit and it was bitter cold and and cox was answering a bunch of questions from reporters like were you at the party you know did you get a lap dance all this stuff and uh and i was i was standing there holding a holding a recorder to try and capture all of it and i got right in the middle of the scrum and i was wearing giant like uh, ski gloves (laughs) (laughs) and just everybody else is dressed you know dressed fancy they've got their suits and ties and they've got their nice leather gloves i've got these giant ski gloves I, I must have heard from 50 people. Hey, I like your gloves. Like, Shut up. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I almost just spit my water out. Going for comfort so here, pretty, right? Shut up. I'm hanging out at the Detroit courthouse. My boss is getting deposed about strippers. I'm, I'm just, I want right. to feel comfortable today. Puffy coat. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because that happened to me a lot, getting caught with these faces and scrums. But then, you know, they would use a photo. And then next time there'd be an article about the governor, Brian Kelly. Oh, look, there's that horrible photo again. Like, yeah. why did that keep happening? That other one from Mackinac Island that um, it was both Zach Gorchow and I behind Brian. That one is priceless. That is yes. a, that one. Is, well, Zach, Zach had his shades on. That uh, might be the goat, I, the goat scrum photo of right? all time there. For I think Zach. so. I think so, too. Um, is there someone coming in the office? You keep looking out the door. No. Okay. <laughs> I was like, are we being broken Just into? That's how she thinks. <laughs> I guess. I can't see back here in the corner. No, no one's coming in. Go ahead. I don't remember even what I was saying anymore. <laughs> so the best part of a viral scrum is that is that Nikki didn't admit it before we started. You didn't know what a scrum I knew you were going to freaking say this. No, I don't know. But then I mean, when you I know heard what the phrase viral the... scrum, you're like, well, that sounds Explain. really bad. Explain. <laughs> I know what a scrum is in the tech world where you get around and you talk. Yeah. The same. It's just when all, all the, the same. It's when all the reporters gather around one person and ask them a bunch of questions. And get yeah. uncomfortably close. Yeah. Uncomfortably close. I, I can't remember. So many times I'd just be like, like, why? Like, can't can't you just take half a step back? Like, it's not a big deal. Ugh, I would and all of them would, like, here, all right, stand here. And, you know, the governor's coming. And then as soon as the governor would stand there, they'd all take this giant step forward. And I was like, claustrophobia. <laughs> Anyway, I was only in a scrum once and it was terrifying where I was the person that was in the I wasn't staffing. It was like they I went to go. Rick was in Rick Johnson and Granholm were fighting over the budget. Oh, and you were the spokesperson. Yeah. And they yeah, sent, that's my worst nightmare. They sent me over and they said, just go stand outside and tell us what happens. And so the meeting broke and the press court came out of the governor's office and I was standing there. I was just supposed to figure out what was happening. And the next thing I know, I'm surrounded. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I don't know what, <laughs> what I'm supposed to say. It, was, it is. It's, it's, ter- it's terrifying. Not much personal space in a scrum. Ugh. No, thank you. Yeah. Sounds right up Joe's alley, though. I think he would enjoy it. I have nothing to add here, but yeah, no, I would never <laughs> do that. So breakfast good? We've had a oh, lot. yeah, I really enjoyed it. I feel a lot banana. better now. Did you pick up any <laughs> chewing during that? I don't think so. They were both very careful with their bananas. It I, just was distracting. <laughs> I hate the sound of people chewing, so I was trying to be very cognizant of that. That seems really on brand for you. It is. <laughs> I hate it. Well, good. Any f- speculation as to what Stephanie's doing this morning? 
No. I wonder if today was the day she went to go see that movie. That could be. She That's may, she the first. Be oh, why wouldn't she do it on a weekend? Do they show movies at this time of day? She's not. Yeah, not, 10. I so. 10 a.m. You know, is when they matinee. start. Okay. Yeah. It's my favorite time to go to the movies. Matinees. I also thought it was funny because... Of all people to be up and at them in the morning, that's Stephanie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she gets here. You mean, you mean that she would be awake on this podcast yes. and the rest of us aren't? Yes, I'm sorry. I only. Yeah, it didn't make I sense, but I got it. Out of <laughs> okay, well, I th- it was great that Mackenzie was able to be here. I'm, it was great to finally meet her. And uh, she's got some, some good stories. I want to just give a little promo here. We're in the works here for a very, very, very special Halloween episode. Yes. We're not going to tell you what it is, but... That's happening? I'm pretty sure. Okay. It better, I guess. I'm now, so excited. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, Nick might have to wear a, his Mothra costume and kind of <laughs> regale us with the story of showing his children inappropriate alien movies. It was appropriate. That was be our Halloween story. Carter, Carter did not cry last night. <laughs> He's gotten over the <laughs> yes. deaths. He's gotten over the horrifically violent monster death. Yeah. Excellent. Anyway, so Mackenzie, thanks for being with us. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we will, you've been listening to the Cold Open Podcast. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye.